If you like weird history, true crime, haunted and paranormal, then pause the podcast you're listening to right now and subscribe to Ghost Town wherever you listen to podcasts. We also have a video component to our favorite Ghost Town episodes at youtube.com slash Jason Horton. Episodes like The Los Feliz Murder House, The Toxic Lady, The Black Dahlia, Janis Joplin's Hotel Room, The Haunted Roosevelt Hotel, and more. Just go to youtube.com slash Jason Horton. That's youtube.com slash J-A-S-O-N-H-O-R-T-O-N. And while you're there, please subscribe so you don't miss any new episodes. Thank you. It's the Friends Without Benefits podcast. My name is Jason Horton. Megan Tonjes's name is Megan Tonjes. Correct. That's her name. Um, I'm here with my good friend, uh, Megan. We go back. <laughs> Forever. We go, we go back all the way back. All the Ford Fiestas. All the Ford, uh, <laughs> all the Ford Fiestas. Are you vlogging right now? I'm vlogging right now. Oh, you're vlogging right now? Say hi to the vlog. Is that one of those like really cool like vlog cameras that cost a lot of money? Uh it's a cool vlog camera, but it's not as expensive as some of them. It's is it the something X seven or something like that? No, it's the Sony A fifty one hundred. Okay. I don't know. Because it looks you know, it's it looks fancier. Yeah. And it's and it look and it's uh the the tripod looks like a looks like a sex toy. It looks like a sex toy. I've been watching a lot of Casey Neistat, and you know what? He uses these gorilla pods and they're pretty good. Yeah. See, that's that's the power of influence. There you go. Done. You know what I mean? Uh, using that word influencer. I should have clicked an affiliate link. Uh, I wish. <laughs> I, you think I would, don't wish I could? We could have throw affiliate links on here. Um, so, uh, Megan, you're a um, you're a YouTuber, right? We can use that word. Yeah. Musician. Yeah. Artist. Mm-hmm. Human. Mm-hmm. Uh, someone who. Um, kind of shakes things up a little bit online. Yeah. Uh, I say shake things shake things up. Can online. I say bad words here? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I don't give a fuck. Okay. So, generally. Uh, I mean, I give a fuck, I but I don't give I a fuck you, about some things. I thought you were just going to go right into being racist. Oh, Which yeah, you're no. most known for. I'm saving that towards the end. Okay, good, yeah. good, good. So, you, everyone, you have to wait towards the end before <laughs> Get the, real racist and homophobic. Uh, right. Can't right, wait. Yeah, right up at the very end, so you have to kind of sit through the I'm whole thing. I'm from the Midwest, so it's probably somewhere in there. Yeah, well, the, the, a pro- there's so many people in the Midwest listening to this. I'm I sure. love you, Midwest. Yeah. Your food is I, great. I do love you, Midwest. Uh, please keep listening, because probably everyone Everyone in LA is like, whatever, man. Another podcast, not like my podcast, <laughs> my podcast. Yeah, Yo, you go podcast. back to Michigan, you tell me a podcast. They're like, you're on the radio. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my god, you're like, uh, yeah, um, yeah. Uh, so, how did you how did you get into um, the weird um, black hole of YouTube? Uh, um, I started when I was 19, so I started in 2006. Mm-hmm. So like pretty much right at the beginning, and uh, I was going to college, and YouTube popped. It was like college book. Before it was Facebook, and then YouTube popped up, and I wrote a paper in a class about how weird it was that people were like filming their lives and inviting people into their privacy. And then fast forward, and here we are. <laughs> yep, yep. Just please. I was like let Panopticon, me... Foucault. Yeah. This is so like I remember having like the front of my paper I had like a little like uh, picture thing, and it had I had like Joe Beretta, had Bratz and Beretta on it, and then like fast forward, and I'm like, and I'm friends with Joe Beretta. This is very very odd. Uh. 
so what did like how did you like when you were like I'm gonna do mm-hmm. this YouTube thing what were the things that you like did um well I didn't talk in the first 10 videos I don't think I introduced my I didn't say my name I introduced you just myself play songs? I just played songs I um I started playing guitar because there was a, a, a hot boy in my college mm-hmm. who was really into Jesus and so I was like I'll join Campus Crusade mm-hmm. for Christ and I'll start learning how to play guitar and he'll like wow me. you love dudes yo I you went for were... it I changed myself so quick <laughs> I mean you were just <laughs> like yeah I mean, I mean, I mean, you know what Jesus is, you know what? Maybe I'll try it again. We'll yeah. See. Yeah. He got, he's onto something. Yeah. I didn't think it through because I wasn't going to get any from that situation. Yeah. So, um, it didn't work out so well, but I walked away playing guitar and, uh, in the midst of that, I was watching a lot of people online, like, um, Keena Granis and David Choi and, um, Chris and Danya back in the day. And Justin Bieber. Justin Bieber. Yeah. yeah the Biebs. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, I thought, you know, th- this would be pretty cool to do not as a job or anything. It wasn't even in that, like there wasn't a partner program yet. There was like one page, like one single page with a few videos on it and i thought well maybe i'll start uploading stuff and i had started writing some songs put them up um eventually uh trying to learn guitar was like what do you guys want to hear and that kind of started the request tuesday thing um which 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 just i mean flows flows so well request request tuesday Tuesday. (laughs) yeah it just flows right right off yeah right from the beginning i knew my i knew my brand obviously um yeah and, and i just started doing music and then kind of uh, started talking eventually hopefully started telling who I was and um, it kind of just became a thing I met other people I started going to YouTube conferences I went to 888 I went to 789 back in the day before there was like VidCon and playlists what were they like you out. I've heard of the, like, I remember because they got into were YouTube. so different yeah. it was it was essentially a meetup it was like hey we're going to be in Central Park from this hour to this hour and then a bunch of people would come and just hang out and take pictures and talk about how weird the internet was and how great it was and get drinks and go home um, and it was it was very different to see how it's grown since then. It's 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 crazy. Do you um you know because every like people like all right it's a couple of things. One, there's a thing about longevity. Yeah. Um, you know, there's people that start that were you know, whatever you want to call it, popular, and then for whatever reason, for for better or for worse, uh, you know, they they don't stick around. And yeah. then there's some people that um uh you know, had that longevity and, and still uh, are here now still doing the same thing. Yeah. Because YouTube, I mean, honestly, like, you know, you can be doing this since 2006. Somebody could pop up today and be the huge most, yeah. next oh, yeah. week. So, Different. like, that's, like, kind of, like, the magic of it, I guess. But then, yeah. you know, that has its ups and downs. But then you well. also have people that were, like, massive, huge, and then who no one knows who they are today yeah. at all. So Which is, you know. And that interesting. Goes, I mean, we remember them because we've been around for a long yeah. time. But, I mean, the kids today, you know, they have no idea. They have no, um, yeah, they have no idea. And that's how, like, we say, well, it's only six months. It's like six months is like a generation. Yeah. I meet, I meet people uh, a lot of times. They're like, I want to start, a, or I've been doing YouTube for a year and I haven't made it yet. And I'm like, oh, sweet Christ. Like, yeah. <laughs> just give it time because you still might never make it. But hopefully you can find a, a way to uh, make it work for you and make it somewhat profitable. But don't, yeah. There's this idea now that they see people go viral and be famous and that that's like kind of the end goal. And I don't think that's ever been the end goal for me. I was like, I'm just going to keep doing what I want want to do and hopefully it pays the rent and I can keep traveling well you know there's you know you have to kind of you know be to, to be consistent you have to be you mm-hmm. right because it's hard to be someone else yeah you can only be a character for so long for so long every person that I th- feel like we mutually know that like plays a character is out of their fucking minds in real life yeah. and, and can't break that character and and suffers because they have to be this one thing and they always have to be this one thing and I'm like thank Christ I didn't do that because I get to be here here I get to be up down crying happy whatever I want to be and 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 don't have to worry about playing anyone yeah God. I mean in, in you know like I just feel like I always felt like 
I'm ba- I'm barely good at being myself. You know what I mean? And <laughs> yeah. I'm not talented enough to like be or, or to turn on this. You know, like I mean, everything's a little a slight bit heightened. It is in the sense that you're edit- the fact that you're editing it is is, yeah. is is you know um if you edit your videos or whatever yeah um there there's a little bit of that. But like, what if you can go back hmm. right all yeah. the way back to 2006? Oh, God. Knowing what you know now, was there something you would do different? Um, I don't think that I would do anything differently because I feel like I needed, you know, I, I'm in a good place now and I feel like I needed that kind of slow work up. I, I, it's nice that I didn't know too much. I didn't have a reason to be too scared about anything and, um, couldn't predict anything. So I was kind of just always, um, you know, worried about myself and not so concerned about like what this is going to be in 10 years, which for some people, you know, that's a gift and some people it's not, but, um, yeah, I, I don't think I would do anything differently. I, I, I very much like how my life has turned out and I'm glad that I didn't burn out year five. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's, there's the, you know, if you can keep growing yeah, and still do you and still really have the means to do it, like that's success. Yeah. I mean, I don't know that that's how no, I agree. I think it's funny. I always like something will happen, whether it's like the booty revolution stuff or it's like a cover gets placed somewhere or whatever. And people are always like, this is going to be it, Megan. This is going to be the one that, that takes you to the next level. And it's like, you know, I, it's not. First of all, it's not. We all know it's not because the next day there's a whole new news cycle and no one's going to remember anything. But um, I kind of started off with I did the YouTube thing, did the YouTube thing. Well, I'm still doing the YouTube thing. Um, was doing YouTube and then kind of right off the bat, not right off the bat, but five years a few years in um but my first big thing my first time to la was for the ellen DeGeneres show so it was like all of a sudden i hadn't been on tv ever i hadn't done anything big i was like at the pinnacle of everything and then everything after that has been not necessarily decline but has you know once you start there you can't keep that up so it's like you know you have to figure out a happy medium to uh success and also um to continue what you're doing because that time i didn't know what that meant i didn't know what i was going to do with that and i who knows if i capitalized on it or anything like that but um i kind of started really high so you know once you've been on that like there's nothing to um there's nothing that i'm stressing out about that i'm like i haven't done i've kind of done all of it and uh now it's just about finding a balance and doing the things that i want to do well how did the ellen DeGeneres thing go down i did I did a cover of um, Britney Spears song and a Bruno Mars song. I like mashed them together, and it was it was just like weird timing. It was just perfect timing. Perez Hilton featured it. Um, BritneySpears.com featured it, and then I got an email. Um, for, I thought it was fake from like a producer at Ellen, and they had been apparently trying to find Megan Tonjes in general. So they've been calling. Apparently, there's like a Megan Tonjes in Michigan that's like three years old. They had been like leaving voicemails <laughs> for, uh, and they were trying to find me. And um, I talked to a producer that day, kind of gave him my story about you know uh, kind of growing up, and it was during the whole "It Gets Better" mm-hmm. thing that Ellen was doing. So. Um, they were like, you know, you can't tell anyone essentially. And uh, within three days, I was in Los Angeles. I couldn't tell anyone. Um, and the next day, when I was flying home, it was it was airing, and it was one of the first kind of, you know, it was at the beginning of kind of YouTubers being featured on on shows like that, like Ellen. And it it was crazy. It was incredible. It was a cool experience. It was a very cool experience. Ellen smells very good, mm-hmm. very very good. Um, and at the time, the producer was like, well, who do you listen to? Like, who inspires you? And I said, you know, Jason Mraz, uh, Tristan Prettyman. I was like, Adele, there's this chick Adele who has this album 19 that I'm really into. And she was just about to put out uh, 21. And uh, when they brought me out to the show, at the end of the show, after I performed and, and talked about bullying and things with Ellen, uh, she announced that they were they were gonna have Adele on the show next month. They were gonna bring me back to meet her. So a month later, they brought me back. So I'm 
freaking out because I'm like so excited. But no one really, I mean, people knew who Adele was, but like it wasn't the sensation that it is now. Um, and so I, I sat like in the little uh, uh, audience with uh, Ellen and the producer and listening to the sound check. And Ellen at one point goes up to her to kind of introduce me. I'm still standing there waiting. Like, what do I do? And um, they creepily sent me the videotape. There's like really no audio except for when Adele's at the mic um, of me meeting her for the first time. And she goes, oh, yeah, I know her because I had done a cover of her music before oh. and she'd seen it. And it was like the early days of that. So um, yeah, that was incredible. Now, obviously, seeing all the stuff that she's doing, I'm like, I met Adele back in the day. She was very nice. Very, in a way, very, very, very nice. you kind of broke Adele. I broke Adele. Yeah, I mean, I think you, you <laughs> kind of broke her into the... into the. Yeah, you know, I like to believe, you know, I made her what she is. <laughs> you're, I, I, from where I'm sitting, I see that you're responsible. Yeah, I would, I would, you know what, I'll take all of that credit. And I would like my percentage. <laughs> you, it's weird that, you know, you, you know, I, I mean... Just to anyone who's listening who does, uh, you know, YouTube video and stuff like that, and a very smaller scale, like I had a yeah. video that Tosh.0 wanted to feature on the yeah, thing, yeah. and they could not find me anywhere. In fact, they found the video on <laughs> Funny or Die, which has had only a few views, but, I, you know, YouTube yeah. had way more views, and they had a lot of trouble, like, tracking me down. They actually went to my... Uh, the improv theater I was performing at you know. found my representation there Jeez. and then skipped around and, you know, and found that. So, like, be... Um, Somewhat, ex- I mean, if you can you know, put your email address in everything, yeah, <laughs> put some kind of email address where people can reach you, yeah, because you don't know, um, you know, or they might just be like, well, you know, what, there's this, and they, you know, you might be, you know, given to someone else, and somebody else could have been on the it's Ellen true. show, yeah. Um, it's interesting because now I see people put out clips that they almost know are going to go viral, and sure. so you see right underneath, they're like, for licensing contact, yeah, I'm like, god damn, they're on little, top of it, yeah. I mean, it's really, really, I mean, it's a little it's bit like smart, but also me, I'm like, oh god, <laughs> but I guess you know, if you're like kind of some but in a suit they might be like oh well if they're doing that this must be the kind of thing people want to license maybe we should do that first so yeah it's just, maybe we'll it's, actually pay them yeah <laughs> yeah right uh imagine that uh. um so you know you you're a musician you mm-hmm. know also who does youtube um is there ever a thing where you're like youtube is pushing the music career mm-hmm. or the music career is pushing your YouTube channel, or is it like what's how do you what do you find in there? Um, I feel like it, it's it's a weird mix. I think YouTube has been responsible for a lot of things. I mean, that has been where kind of my audience has grown, and then um, they are always the initial push to any content that I put out. Um, that you know, uh, regular news outlets and media take. Um, notice of so I think the YouTube is a huge thing I, I meet a lot of people and I, I, don't, I, don't want, I don't want it to bother me but it bothers me a little bit when I meet people that have been doing music and YouTube for a long time and they try to really distance themselves like I understand it distancing yourself from YouTube because you want to be XYZ but it always felt a little weird to me to um, you know celebrate this this place where you get you kind of get to be the cool kid and you kind of um, get to create your own audience and create your own message and everything and then like the minute you have a chance to sign a contract you're like eh, peace motherfuckers i'm out like yeah. it just feels weird to me because we've seen so many people do that and then three years three months later they come back and they're like i'm sorry i haven't made a video i'm back guys and no one gives a fuck oh, because yeah. there's a million other people doing the same thing now so i just you know i'm i'm a big fan of of keeping both going and, and i think that um maybe in the music industry where they wouldn't take me seriously for certain things because i look a certain way or because i don't fit a certain mold um youtube has really embraced that and um and i think that you know anything that comes um like traditional media wise is is going to be influenced by the youtube audience i've created uh speaking of selling out yeah we did the ford thing together <laughs> we did <laughs> 
Yo, I sold the fuck out and I got a tattoo for it and it's beautiful. That was one of your <laughs> challenges, right? Yeah, it was. Uh, there was an, oh. I was one of the few people that didn't get a Ford Fiesta fucking symbol on me. Uh, yeah, well, that's, I remember, um, oh, God, I can't remember her name, but I remember seeing her, it was online, I think she was from New York. Um, yeah. She got the Ford Fiesta. Yeah. Symbol. Even if I got a free car, I don't think I could do that. No. I don't love anything that much. <laughs> no. I mean, and I, I don't know. I mean, I also get the the idea of like when you have a lot of tattoos, right. not that you stop caring, but you become a little less like control freak about what's on you, I guess. Yeah. Or like, you know, you're more willing to put something on you that, you know, some people stress about that one tattoo when you have a bunch of them, you're like, oh, well, okay. Um, but fuck, absolutely not. I went into that thing and in, in, uh, that challenge and I said, well, I'm going to use my high school skills of bullshitting yeah. uh, to get a good grade. So I just said, you know, uh, the tattoo I want involves like color and movement and shape. And that's all the things that Ford Fiesta celebrates. Yeah. And I just wanted them to pay for half my, my thigh tattoo. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I figured that out. Well, you know, if the, the people listening have no idea what we're talking about. We yeah. um, we were part of the Ford Fiesta movement. We were, f- we were Ford- real smart about it. Yeah. I feel like you and I were very smart. Uh, Ford Fiesta agents. And mm-hmm. uh, we, you know, for eight or nine months, we drove a car, free oh. gas, free insurance. God. Um, you know, I miss my car every day. Uh, I learned I how to drive it. stick on that car. Oh my god! Uh, yeah, that was rough. But I learned. But I learned something, you know. Yeah. Um, it was a, a super cool experience. I mean, like I, you know, I would obviously do it again. Yeah, I would absolutely do it. Right? If they want to call me up, I'm I'm still here. Yeah. I have uh, an even better camera now. You y- could come hang out with me. Yeah. I mean, your, e- your email is easy to find. My email is easy to find. Um, and then we would do challenges every month, yeah. and uh, and we do like as much cool stuff as we they would possibly pay for. Yeah. It was it was challenging sometimes. Um, um, to just like get exactly what you wanted but um there were always workarounds and it was nice because well some people went into it and they were just like i'm gonna do whatever i went into it being like how much shit can i get that i can still have after this is mm. done so i did like a challenge where we play video games i was like i want to do 30 video games in 30 days and y'all gonna buy it for yeah. me <laughs> so i wanted as many things that i could keep afterwards as possible um how did you how do you find working with other other brands like how do you make that work with doing youtube because i think that's like a big thing like working with other brands yeah. you, you know product placement or whatever the case yeah. may be um i mean i'm super uh, some people uh, try still try to hide it i don't even know why you would try um i'm super honest about it super open about like if this is a brand deal if this is a, a company that sent me something that i want to try but i don't ever promote anything that i wouldn't like use or i don't like or that i don't think that would like have some benefit for the audience um you know i'm not i'm like i'm not out here selling like diet teas and shit you know yeah. what i'm saying like it just doesn't, it doesn't fit with my I, I got, I I've said no I, yeah they, they hit up everyone aggressively <laughs> Agre- yeah they're very aggressive they were my Instagram DMs and they're like oh, Kylie Jenner is using this and blah blah I was like well that's nice for Kylie uh, I'm not that's not yeah. has an, anything to do with my hey, listen if you could put me in the Instagram with Kylie Jenner dope I will do the t- I'll, I'll, I'll have sit, a I'll tea sit in the background yeah. yeah I'll do whatever you I'll want I'll take it as a suppository I don't <laughs> care uh, um, yeah I think when you're around for a long time you just become very aware that you know um brands sometimes look at YouTubers a lot of times look at YouTubers and think well we'll just pay them a few hundred dollars and whatever and I think once you kind of become aware of what you're worth or at least even if you're not going to accept a lot of money for something which is fine um, but definitely work with brands that you support and uh, because I've worked with brands that didn't pay me anything I was like I just think this is really cool and I want to shout it out so it's all about um, in I guess your integrity and and whatever you want to do and um, the balance of that but uh, I don't find it super hard to work with brands I think I have like a million different channels so there's always somewhere they can go. You just throw it in. Yeah, whatever. Fuck it. Put on this. If this is the fourth channel, yeah. that's great. Put it, no. How do you balance? <laughs> so you have your main channel. Yeah, I have my main channel. 
And then you have... I have a vlog channel. Okay. I have... Which I might make an appearance on. Yeah, you're going to make an appearance on. Okay, very good. Um, I did start like a a beauty channel, but it's not like a traditional like... Because I'm not... I don't know that I'm really great at beauty stuff. I just like to talk a lot of shit while I'm doing it. Yeah. Um, And uh, and then my roommate and I, who have a podcast called Adventures in Roomating, we just kind of put a YouTube together because now it's like when you start something, you have to grab the YouTube and the website Mm -hmm. and all the things because you never know what something's going to turn into. So we we grabbed that just in case we want to do any kind of collaboration stuff together. But um, yeah, so there's three. There's What's the output on that per week right now? Um, so the thing is, I've been I've been amping up the output for everything. So um, I'm about to turn thirty next week and dirty thirty, the dirty thirty. Um, and uh, I I kind of like I've been watching a lot of Casey Neistat obviously, mm-hmm. and um, I, originally I was like, well, do I want to do daily vlogs? I was like, I don't know. Like I always not that I talk shit about daily vlogs, but I'm like I don't hate myself enough to do daily vlogs. Yeah. Like it's just it's, it's a real it's, it's so yeah. intense and like you sacrifice so much and and I don't know that I could do it that well, but I really like this idea of creating something every day. Um, so I think what's going to happen in year thirty, as I'm calling it, I think it's going to be um, twice a week on the main channel. Um, twice a, or three times a week on the vlog channel, once a week on the beauty channel, and then um, and then there's like an extra day there where like whatever I create that day that's going up. But like every day, essentially putting up some kind of content. So seven days a week. Seven days a week a content. Yeah. But the thing, yeah, the thing I always struggled with was I I was never good at having one channel and then like every day was a different thing. It gets very all over the place. And so for me, I, I kind of divvied up the channels, um, which you know some people would say is a bad idea. Like it's hard to get your audience to go from one to the other. But but I like so many things and there's so many different sides of my personality. So I'm just hoping that people like my personality enough to follow me to the things that interest them, interest them. Um, and then I'm a part of it and maybe they'll like it. So we'll see how that goes for year 30. But I like the idea of just creating something every day because I'm not just doing, you know, seven days a week that but then two days a week podcast and writing songs so you put up two episodes of your podcast a week we put two podcasts up a week do you find that's better than one uh i find it pays us more than (laughs) is this uh via soundcloud uh soundcloud yeah yeah. and then we go through patreon so patreon is uh we've been fully funded by patreon which i've been super lucky um and and we work really hard on that but it's it's i don't know that that's like a doable thing for just a normal podcast um I think that uh, the one a week works for a lot of people, but we live together, my roommate and I. Okay, so, so yeah. it makes it easier to just like, oh, you're home from work, it's nine o'clock at night. Why don't we just sit down and like, we'll talk about the day. And that's what our podcasts are. They're conversations about our day, our life, living in Los Angeles, and then you know answering advice questions and kind of being irreverent and ridiculous. How do you... Um I'm all phrasing this as if people that people are listening they want to know, but it's also really just me wanting. To yeah, know. go. I'm creep. really just kind of having a conversation with you. No, uh, yeah. Hopefully, people benefit. These from microphones it. aren't even here right now. I. How do you? Okay, so here's the thing. Yeah. There's a, a a bunch of different social media sites, right? So many. There's all the stuff that you're putting out. Yeah. How do you? balance and manage all that stuff and give everything the attention it needs every single day because it is really it's, in like some a, way, it's, it's, every, it's beyond a full-time it's, it's, yeah it's beyond there's no days off at yeah, all there's no there's no time off it's yeah. like even when you're not doing something either whether it's youtube or music if i'm even hanging out with friends i'm always thinking about like lyrics in my head i'm breaking down conversations mm. i'm thinking about like would that be a good video is that something i should talk about so it's always it's constant it's more of a mental job than anything else um the balance for that i still i, I don't 
don't really know. I mean, I post a lot of in, on Instagram. Mm -hmm. I post a lot on Twitter. So the minute I feel something, I do something, I say something, I pretty much put it out. Um, and I, I kind of, I use Instagram. Instagram's one of my favorites. Even yeah, though, because you, even, we're going to talk about how you've kind yeah, of shaken, even, up, shaken up the foundation. Yeah, even though, even though we had our differences. But Instagram is one of my favorite things. How often do you post on there? Oh my God, multiple times a day. Do you find, and this is just uh, speaking, I mean, I know everyone is different and audiences yeah. are different, but did you find any a change or growth posting from, you know, a couple times a week, once a day, a couple times a day? Is there any like... I'm really bad at I'm really bad at it. Yeah. I, I think I noticed, once I started posting butt photos, that was really the growth mm -hmm, of everything. Mm -hmm. um, and... Yeah, I mean, I, I just like, you know, I'm doing so many different things and I, it, it's nice to kind of update them. It's easier sometimes than a tweet. Yeah. Um, the thing that's funny for me, though, is like when I went to London or any of those places where I don't have like a, I don't have a signal or anything, um, I would have to wait until I got back to hotel room to upload all these images from the day. So I was like, well, incoming, here comes 20 fucking pictures yeah. for me. So I think people were a little annoyed by that or just were like, oh, my God, my entire feed is just on just in London. Um, but uh, for the most part, people seem to be responding to it really well and and uh, there's a little something for everyone, which is kind of what I like. I don't, you know, I'm not good at just posting one thing. I wish, I envy people. They're like, this is my one thing. I'm a yeah. daily vlogger or I'm a comedian or I'm a musician and all I do is music and all, I envy people like that because I don't have the discipline. I don't have the ability to just compartmentalize what I put out. Like I just want to be me and then do all of the things that I like. So some people are really into that. Some people aren't and that's fine. So speaking of Instagram, yeah, it's um, you know, you had were at odds <laughs> yeah. with Instagram. Yeah, you want to talk about that? It wasn't necessarily as odds with Instagram. I was at odds with people that fuck with my life. Yeah, okay. <laughs> um, so I posted a butt photo uh, on the internet. This is a ridiculous story. I'm now that I'm telling it again. Um, I posted a butt photo because I had lost a lot of weight, and well, I was just like feeling good. Yeah, I was just you were like feeling self, yourself. I was feeling myself. What? You know, Beyonce. You know what's up? Yeah. And it was a p photo of me in a t-shirt and underwear. I was like really covered. I mean, granted, if I had known it would go everywhere, I would have worn like cuter underwear mm -hmm, for mm -hmm. sure. Um, but so I put this up and it got tagged as pornography, uh, nudity or pornography. So um, I went to kind of figure out who do I talk to yeah. because this doesn't line up like on any other site, whether it's good or not, there's a, usually some kind of like process where you can you can go back and say, well, you know, this isn't a good claim like this, whatever, whether you get that or not. Um, there was nowhere to go. There's no email address. There's no one to contact. I was like, how the fuck do you have a site a site with this many people on it? Right. And you don't have a fucking email address that I can like hit up and be like, hey, this was incorrectly flagged. Um, so I just noticed that there was kind of a weakness in the system and I made a video and I and I really called out I called out Instagram, but more importantly, I called out people that, that flag stuff that they just feel uncomfortable with. I was like, is it really nudity or pornography? Yeah. Like when you sat there and you clicked it, did you really think that that's what that is? Because we have an issue if yeah. that's what you think. Um, or is it I'm uncomfortable comfortable with your body and I don't want to see your body so no one should have to see it and and I think that's a legitimate conversation to have of like why we see one kind of body in a bikini and we think oh that's great because I'm attracted to that and then we see another body and we're like oh that's disgusting like they both involve the same amount of bravery and putting yourself out there and feeling good in your skin and uh so I just started this conversation and started getting shared and um I remember I was like I was at Big Frame and I was uh, I was just like at the office doing stuff and I started getting calls and my manager was like, we have to like, you know, I don't remember who was talking to me at the time, Huffington Post or mm -hmm. something. And they were like, do you know that Instagram released a statement? And I hadn't heard that. So I was like, I would love for you to read it to me. <laughs> I don't know what that is. And they apologized. They said, you know, we don't always get it right. Uh, we want to do better. And they reinstated the photo. 
And once they admitted that there was something wrong, then it just blew up. And it was on every news outlet. It was just pictures of my butt on the fucking news. <laughs> just blew up your Instagram, though, every, right? Yeah, the Instagram went from like, uh, it was 11,000, I think, and now I'm at uh, 50,000 something like that nice. in like a year so it was it was pretty incredible and then it was just it was everywhere i was all of a sudden kind of you know i've been talking a lot about body positivity and mm -hmm. body image and things for years but i was kind of like thrust in the spotlight of like it's the fat woman whose butt photo was taken down from instagram and do you feel uh, like a do you feel like you have this kind of responsibility yeah i do i always feel like i have a, a bit of a responsibility i always like i really like the quote that um it's like be the person you needed when you were younger. Mm -hmm. I take that very much to heart because one of the reasons I was so depressed when I was 12 and I was so like, you know, I was just like really down um, was because I didn't see anyone that looked like me that was doing anything positive, that was doing anything that they seemed happy about. Everyone that looked like me was like completely covered up and hated themselves, was trying to lose weight to finally be okay and on TV and everything. And I didn't have like a role model that was like, you know what, wherever I am, I'm, I'm happy and I'm going to fucking do everything I want to do. And so I take that to heart and I, I'm, I'm always trying to I just be that person. Like that's, you know, kind of the goal. Um, so yeah, a lot of responsibility. It can be a little suffocating at times because people want you to speak on every issue to do with body image and being fat and blah, blah, blah. And, and you don't necessarily be, have a strong, I mean. I'm like, I don't have an education in this. Right. This is literally me just right. talking about things that I feel and things that I think and things that I, I've kind of learned watching other people. Um, but there's no like background, like, you know, kind of being thrust into that. Um, so it's it's been a journey and uh, and it, you know if anything i think the people are finding me from all different things so a lot of people i get comments all the time when i post up a cover or something and people are like wait you sing <laughs> like, yeah that's just a bonus it's just a bonus, just a bonus. Yeah. yeah i mean my butt's here yeah. and also i sing yeah um that's just either you that's like a like a fun fact yeah it's just a fun it's a little thing that i've been yeah. doing in my off time yeah. uh yeah and you're the girl the, with the butt i'm the girl with the butt yeah which is yeah and it's also scary too because i think people you know probably are like well if she thinks her butt's so great it must be amazing my butt to some people probably wouldn't be a great butt but i think my butt's a great butt and i know how to take a really good goddamn photo of it so how do you do like if, to, like enlighten us educate well us first there. of all okay they have belfie sticks now which i deserve a goddamn percentage of that because it's me and jen selter and kim kardashian that need to cash yeah it's a butt selfie stick okay. um so a lot of people think i use a selfie stick but i don't i use this huge six plus i got whoa uh, you, there you go yeah. and uh it's usually like <laughs> oh so you don't I can just use do it in the couch you i don't use do, a stick you just do you just go handheld yeah i do a handheld i'm old school and so i usually it's usually like if you notice my butt photos i mean you can go on my instagram you can study them of course um i'm usually like on my side or on my stomach and then there's just like there's like a sweet spot like above you and a little bit below the butt and i just hold it out like this there's a weird uh grasp that i have too you guys can't see in the podcast where i have like my pointer finger and my pinky on either side of the phone and then like the rest of my finger is kind of holding the back of it it's a dangerous situation is this why apple made this phone so big i think, I think so you take pictures <laughs> of your butt i don't know i don't maybe maybe i think they did it to make it harder to take pictures of your butt i yeah. don't know that it's it, it's necessarily it's a more it's a dangerous game um how many let me real talk yeah how many butt pictures do you take before you find the one <laughs> like how many do you need do you give yourself um i would say minimum Minimum five photos. Okay. But I have gone up to like 15 or 20 photos. Right. Because sometimes, you know, the, there's just like that magic moment that happens and you can't see what you're doing. Right. So you have to really, you know, it's a process. It's a fun process, a fun game you play with yourself. And and I can't even imagine like if I'm in a relationship and I'm like next to someone, I'm like, hold on, baby, I gotta take a butt photo. <laughs> like, yeah. This light is looking Wait, really fucking good. Wait, can't they take that for you? That's true. That might change up, that might change up the game. I kind of like having to control myself. Yeah, because I think it takes the magic yeah. out of like... 
it's too easy. Yeah. Now I have done like photos where like I set up my camera on the other side of the room and then I'll take a video of kind of whatever and hope that somewhere in that video there's like a really good moment or a pose and then I'll take like a screen cap from that. But those are few and far between. Mostly just butt selfies. Why, do, why isn't just all your thumbnails just butt photos? <laughs> That's what I, I mean. You know my chat. That's what I would no, do. No. Yeah. No. I know. Right. Um, That's what I might do. I, mean, I'm just saying I, won't <laughs> no, do it. I still might do. I mean yeah. you, you never know. If this doesn't work out I think I'm just going to start posting <laughs> butt screen caps for everything. Um, yeah. I mean it's, it's hard because I don't want to just be the girl that posts butt photos because um, it's not as sensational as that it's not like everything that I'm posting and there's always a message behind it it's always obviously at the heart of it like I just feel really good I feel really empowered I feel really cute in this underwear this outfit and it's not always butt photos sometimes it's just like body photos um, but I don't want to be the girl it's just like I just we call post, it non butt photo yeah non butt photo yeah. <laughs> we do the hashtag non butt yeah. um, I don't that's you know that's a part of what I, I like doing and part of um, my message but it's not all of it so I don't want people to just be like oh she's the girl with the butt I want girl, people to be like oh she's the girl with the butt that sings that plays and guitar. is funny and you know does all these things so yeah you're a butt that sings and plays guitar i'm a i'm a butt that's got other things going on yeah <laughs> now do you get like i imagine did you get a lot of people like hitting you up good or bad like mm -hmm. i hate you or like girl i love you oh yeah it's always the extremes it's rarely yeah. like a middle ground it's comment. like i think you're okay <laughs> yeah it's like yeah this is all right yeah it's usually like you changed my entire life or this is disgusting you should kill yourself so it's it's one of those two um i did it, it's interesting because like even dating in la like when people check out your instagram on like tinder or something like that and they see that they get a whole different idea of you and they think oh well this will be you know super easy and blah 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 and she's this kind of person and it's just not how it is like who would do that i know who, who, who would do, who? do that? how dare how dare you, you see my butt photos yeah, and think, think oh, that i'm gonna, gonna see gonna that you, butt tonight yeah i'm gonna, see that I'm gonna give tonight. you an offhand hand job in a yeah. cab or something yeah. god damn um no, no no uh it's 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 interesting like what people's expectations are of, of who you are and um and and you know balancing and managing that offline and online but um yeah the, the comments i mean some of the videos I put up, the comments are really awful. Like I've kind of gotten to the point now where I don't, I don't not read comments, but um, they just I don't, blur a little bit sometimes. They blur. It's a the little same bit. words over. Like I, I mean, I get a lot of you know whatever. Yeah, reasons. I'll try. I'll go in there and I'll comment on a few negative ones, a few yeah. positive ones, and like, and I see. I see more Twitter and Instagram stuff than the YouTube because it's just a really. It's honestly YouTube. It's really hard to like comment and reply and do all that shit yeah because you have old your library oh, and the new God, videos yeah so fucking hard yeah oh yeah there's like 700 videos so i'm like well i'm never gonna respond to all these but i think part of my drive to create something every day is i think what's helped me not focus on a lot of those really awful comments and things is that i'm always making something new so like i'll look at the comments for a while and then i put up the next thing and I'm looking at those comments and rarely going back so it's good for my peace of mind to constantly be making something and if you want to keep trolling every single one and saying something shitty awesome thank you for the view I will the, be paying my thank rent you for with the it yeah. please click the ads yes. if you would click my Patreon I would love that yep. thank you subscribe um, but yeah the idea that people hate you enough to follow you <laughs> to everything I'm like okay well you kind of love me yeah <laughs> thank you um, but yeah so I'm just constantly creating stuff so I don't focus too much on the negative shit and I have I'm, it's the year of blocking people I'm real into oh, it yeah? right now I'm what the what do you block people? I've on never. Those? It depends. The thing is, like, I don't like blocking people because I like going back and forth, and I'll and I'll go back and forth with someone. But if someone just says something outwardly awful, yeah. I love. I just uh, feel feel so fucking good. I almost like want to block them and then unblock. I do the block and unblock. That's uh, one of my favorites. Just so it, sh it shakes them up, but then you yeah. keep it open again. My block. The block and unblock is also good for like if you are like. 
like maybe like an ex situation that you're still following each other someone that like you're friendly with but like you don't really like that much you do the block and unblock so you block them so they stop following you you unblock them so when they realize that you're not following them they then look and see oh fuck i'm not following you and they can't figure it out and you're not obligated to refollow them because maybe you're just so busy you didn't see the tweet they sent where they were like hey man i didn't realize we weren't following each other i followed you back you just don't see it you're sinister I'm Scorpio, so okay. you know it's whatever that means. Yeah, I mean you got it. Like you're cold. I just cold social media. Yeah, I just I don't I don't play, and yeah. uh, I, I amuse I do amuse myself though with the things that I come up with. I'm like, this is a great idea to block and unblock, and uh, you know it works. It's worked in the past. Wow, it's like psychological yeah. warfare. I, you know what? Yeah, correct. That's how I like. If I'm gonna fuck with someone, that's how I do it. Yeah. Just like, just make you a little uneasy. Like yeah. I don't really know how this happened, but I can't explain it. And yeah, there you go. Block on block. Um. Well, I guess if you're out there and you wanna, <laughs> if you wanna get blocked and unblocked, where can people? Get uh, get blocked and unblocked by you. Yeah, Megan Tonjes on on pretty much everything. The, that's T O N J E S. Yes, M E G H A N. And 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 that's on YouTube. Meg Han. Uh, yeah, uh, YouTube is just Tonjes. Yeah, it's one of those things where it's I like know. I started it forever. It was, first of all, it's worse because it was Tonjes ML. It still is technically, yeah. but the the redirect link now is Tonjes. Right. So at least we got that. And then the rest <laughs> of your social media is Megan uh, Tonjes. Um, and then when you're done uh, there, you can go to YouTube.com/slash Jason Horton. Yeah, if you want to do that um you can you'll see out. a lot of my butt photos yeah. oh yeah well i'm so. repurposing i'm licensing i'm licensing <laughs> I, I gotta find your information i gotta license some of those butt photos um and then uh you know go to sidechairnetworks.tv but you know make sure to subscribe to friends without benefits you know what i mean yeah. leave a comment have fun no benefits here and i won't block you <laughs> i'm desperate <laughs>